So, JD, could you tell us what a CTO stands for? It's actually Chief Tux Officer. Oh, nice. <laughs> Biz. Buzz. Biz Buzz. So, today we're going to be interviewing John Doran, who is the CTO um, of a company called Forest Salon Software here in Dublin, Ireland. And it is a company very near and dear to our hearts because we work there. We are <laughs> engineers at Forest. Yes, we, we've been trying to keep it on the DL up until yeah. this point. But, um, but cats now out of you the bag. Know. Now we got to talk about it because, one, it's a great company. Two, it's amazing that we could even interview the CTO of our company on our little podcast. Yeah, it's really special. So thanks, John. Free shout out. <laughs> We're going to take uh, a mile, I suppose, in, in JD's shoes and really get to know who he is and mm. what he's been through and how he has grown yeah. to be, you know, uh, a young man, a student, uh, all the way up into, as we have said, a the CTO. CTO. So, yeah, it's going to be a discussion and a bit of storytelling about growth through the industry and what that can look like. You heard it here first. Buckle up. And let's go. Woo. <laughs> All right. Into the interview. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the morning. It's a little different for us, I think. Yeah. Usually we record like in the afternoon when we've like woken up a little bit and it's like an appropriate time to drink alcohol. But yeah. um, <laughs> it's about like half 11 on a Saturday and yeah. we're like, can we just down a bottle of wine and yeah. then we'll record. And then it's fine, which is totally healthy and normal to do. Um, but today it is uh, approximately 9.38 a.m. and we are two coffees deep <laughs> um, and we've got a really exciting episode. So, okay, first of all, I'm Stacy, And I'm Mo. And this is Fizz Buzz, Buzz Podcast. Podcast. Oh my God, so exciting. Um, and this is episode three. So, wow, thanks for the support of getting us all the way to episode three. Um, but we have a special episode for you today because we're actually interviewing somebody. Our first interview. Our first oh interview. Um, so today we are interviewing JD, who is the CTO of a company called Forest Salon Software, something very near and dear to our hearts. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified it's salon software because I thought it would have been like for houseplants or something. Yeah. When I first heard of it, I thought it was going to be like an eco kind of company, which they are very like eco-friendly and aware. But like um, cool. I was like... They definitely make paper. <laughs> um, but yeah, so JD's the CTO, and he's here to talk to us a little bit today about growth. So hi, JD. Welcome. Hello, ladies. Thanks for having me. Delighted to be here. Of course. Um, I've been up a good few more hours than you guys. Uh, start, started at half four. With <gasps> half four? The, with the feed, and then um, a little bit of training, and jumped into the sea. So feeling a bit fresher than you, you guys, maybe. You jumped into the sea? Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for the mind. Good for the mind. It is. It does, a, but like my hands are already cold thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it. You get oh, yeah. used to it. That's yeah. what they all say. What's the temperature like? Pretty damn cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. You don't, yeah, yeah, don't tell me. 
Well, look, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. And um, first few um, episodes have been brilliant. I've been an oh. avid listener and sharing, so <laughs> sorry oh. to get stuck in. Thanks. I know right. he's he's going to be our new uh, FizzBuzz FBP best friend. Hype. FBP BFF. I'm going to be the hype man. The hype man. Woo! Um, so part of our stick, as you might be aware, is that we're in Ireland right now. And so we're two devs abroad in Ireland, right? But I'm obsessed with Ireland. Obsessed, beyond obsessed. And so tell us, JD, what's your favorite thing about Ireland? Ooh, tough one. Um, I, I love where I live. So I live actually out, out of Dublin in County Wicklow. And I love being able to wake up in the morning and look in one direction and see the sea and then turn around and see the mountains around me. Um, really, really do. It's, it's really kind of special and why I stayed around here and not traveled around. So this is really funny because one of the questions we had proposed uh, was uh, uh, about this very topic. So you live in Bray Mm -hmm. and I have heard this thing coming from people where it's like Bray can either be Dublin or it can or it can either be in Wicklow. Mm. Um, And you just said County Wicklow. So that's great to hear your stance on it. But why do you think there's such controversy around this? It's actually, I think it's the dubs kind of um, spreading themselves out into our territory. <laughs> so there's actually a bridge in Bray and we call that like the Dublin side and the Wicklow side. Oh. And I definitely live on the Wicklow side. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. I have some friends as well who kind of um, jump on the hype maybe on the when there's an All-Ireland they'd get their Dublin jerseys and stuff on and we'd, we'd slag them and stuff because it's not Dublin. No. no. Wicklow no. all the way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Wicklow yeah. side. Wicklow. <laughs> Um, and it's, it's funny, whenever, um, whenever I'm out going for a walk with my wife or anything, she always says, like, hashtag love Bray, hashtag love where you live, because <laughs> she really loves it so much, like, all the, the restaurants and stuff. So I'd highly recommend a, a day trip out in the dirt mm. if you've never been. What would be the one thing you'd recommend for people to do if they had, like, you know, a couple hours in the afternoon? Cliff walk, absolutely the cliff walk. So jump on the train into Bray, walk along the cliff walk to Greystones. It's the most amazing views along the coast. And then you can go to, like, the Happy Pair and get some lunch or something and dart it back. Oh, yeah, love yeah. love the Happy Pair. Yeah, mm. yeah definitely. And yeah. then if you're feeling brave, skinny dip in the sea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I was out in the Irish Sea with my boyfriend um, a few months back, and it was like the middle of summer, and we dove in, and the first thing he says is, because I was like, how's the water? And he is like, it's not terrible, but it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the best explanation of when you dive in, how it feels. <laughs> I would agree with him, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so I think Rapid we're... Fire. Yeah, let's get to know you a little bit better, JD, because, okay, um, you know, you're new to the show. we got to build mm-hmm. some context about who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to ask you a handful of rapid fire questions. The idea is to get through them as quickly as you can, so don't really mm-hmm. think about the answer. Just gut instinct, yeah. go for it. Before we jump in, so JD is kind of like my work name. Oh. <laughs> and my daughter slags me so much when she hears people calling me this because um, basically Ronan started calling me it because uh, there was so many Johns in the building. <laughs> so he just started calling me JD and it stuck six years ago. So uh, it's pretty funny. That's like my work, my work alter ego. And then home, it's just John. It's really funny. Yeah, I actually don't think we said this. Oh, yeah. John Doran yeah. is your full name. <laughs> <laughs> we all yeah. just know you as yeah, JD, exactly. nothing else. Not the Scrubs guy, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> we probably should have introduced you better, but yeah. Um, but good that we, we caught that up there. Um, but yeah, okay. Let's go for it. Wrap of questions. So first one, what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue? Good one. How do you like your coffee? Tiny bit of milk Americana. Lovely. Favorite sweets? Ooh. I don't really have a major sweet tooth, but there's a little shop around the corner. We'd go and get like mixed jellies. I love straws from there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What's your horoscope sign? Pisces. Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite first coding language? Java. Good stuff. Sensible. Uh, what is the last thing that you committed? Working on some personal projects and um, yeah, I I love solving kind of problems around things that this is not a quick answer but um I love solving problems that I actually face in the day to day and over Christmas I worked on a little project to track uh, deployment frequencies in forest so that's the last kind of little thing I've worked on and committed it's probably some bug fix or something broker in that cool yeah, yeah. Um, what's something you're most proud of um family honestly my kids yeah uh, last and final question did you know that your employees call you Jay Dizzle <laughs> No, I did not know that. Fuck me. <laughs> There's worse things to be called. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, great. So now that that's done, <laughs> no follow-up, just moving on. Uh, so now that you are the first BFF of FBP, um, we are now well introduced into our little universe here. Uh, we're going to start talking about today's subject, which is growth. Like a tree. Yeah. Plant a seed and then mm. it grows. Yeah, mm. or a baby becomes a human. Mm. Yeah, you've, you've been seeing that <laughs> yeah. uh, first firsthand. Hand. Yeah, we had a little girl in December called Phoebe with a Aww. PH. Um, <laughs> and, um, Fitting. Yeah, she was tiny when she, she was born, um, five pounds, but she's like... 25 now she's an absolute tank so um, yeah she's a little buster Aww. she's four, over four months now so little dose yeah proud daddy yeah proud for sure papa. yeah her hair actually is growing at an insane like just the most insane rate it's like down below her eyes no we're gonna way. have to get her hair cut soon <laughs> perfect you'll have to go to a forest salon yeah. oh <laughs> what does she have does she have straight hair curly straight hair straight dark hair yeah yeah but it'll probably turn curly when she gets older yeah i love it I love talking about kids. I'm actually going to, this is a side note, has nothing to do with anything we're talking about today, uh, but like a little bit of a baby shower, and I'm like, oh, I get to go baby clothes shopping for a gift? <laughs> it's actually, besides this, of course, going to be the next highlight of my whole day. Yeah. No, my brother and his wife are expecting their first child, hmm. and so I was like looking at the tiny little Aaron sweaters at the hmm. shop the other day, and I was like, Oh my god, they're so small. <laughs> it's like packages arrive on a Friday on a Monday and she wears them once and she's too big for them on the Friday. It's like just a conveyor belt of clothes going out. Which is so funny. Like Yeah, they just mm. like you get the what, zero to three months mm. and then after two months they're already the nine to ten months yeah. or something yeah. crazy like yeah. that. Wow. So JD, we want to know why did you get started in tech? Oh, well, that's a big question, um, and it goes back to um, something we mentioned earlier around family. So um, I basically, usual crack, did my leave insert, guessed what to do on the CAO. One of them was computer science, because I thought that might be cool. I was into gaming and stuff. And um, 
really like you know the, the classic thing of everybody dropping out in college and like very few once like first year the dropout rate was like 60 percent and uh, got into second year and found out my girlfriend was pregnant so um i had like this big choice to make around do i keep going here or do i go to work with my dad in construction and that's probably what shaped a lot of me over the lot like in my life um was around okay i need i can't be like going to coppers now every thursday night i have to look after a baby and work and do lots of other stuff so it actually drove me more into technology to to be able to like basically provide so that that was definitely one side of it and i, I love um like solving hard problems and like just creating i'd be very much a creator so it was definitely that I mean, like, it's it's touching actually yeah. hearing that where it's like you had this pivotal moment where it was like, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And, you know, it was to make sure that you could be the best person that you could possibly yeah. be for your family. Definitely. Like, you know, 20 years old, like not a lot of people, like maybe years ago it would be different, but not in like, you know, around when Frey was born in 2009. So um, it very much drove me and actually forced me to grow fast forward by 10 years. And that's definitely... Especially when I was younger, you know, when I was getting my first job and stuff, people always said, like, how are you so different to all the other people? I was like, well, I don't know, but it's actually that when I look back in reflection, I basically mm-hmm. have to push myself forward 10 years to where I was. How did you balance the two of, like, learning tech and then starting a new family? Um, actual obsession with technology and love for it. Like, that was it. So, like, literally would work. Like, go to college bust my ass, maybe work in the evenings for my dad or the weekends. And uh, like that's priority was putting money on the table. And then it was, uh, you know, spending time with family and stuff. So it was very much a passion and, you know, a desire to, to you know, have an impact and do well. So um, like just didn't sleep much. No, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, just no. didn't sleep much. And I was a younger man back then. Second <laughs> baby now, I don't think I could do it. I, 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 like, well, I'm 33 now, I just don't think I could do the same thing again. No. Did you say you're 33 now? Yeah, yeah. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> On that, drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you did it all, you're 33, yeah. you can retire now. <laughs> What's it like being a pensioner? <laughs> uh, you have the grey hairs, my dad, to see you. See, we wouldn't know, because we're in our 20s. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. barely. <laughs> Keep that hidden yeah. mouth. <laughs> I literally had to use a cane to walk to work today. Oh, but that's really inspiring. Thank you. To have gone through so much, like, you um, know, especially at the beginning, because tech is not easy to pick up. No. It's a lot of practice. Like, the first few years is not, like, all plain sailing. It's really hard learning, and you're not actually earning lots of money at that point, and you have to kind of do your time, learn your craft. Mm. So, you know, that, that's, you know, it, it makes it worthwhile, though, as you start growing in, in your career and stuff, definitely. And I don't know about you, but when I was 20 years old, all I wanted to do was take shots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the discipline yeah. that, that it took yeah. to say, no, I'm going to yeah. make sure to keep going and do this and move forward instead of, yeah. as he said, go to coppers yeah. every Thursday but night. It, it's really about your support, right? Like, my wife is amazing. Like, she, she does so much for, for us. And she sacrificed a lot, too. So mm. um, it's, a, it's a dream team. Yeah. What's your wife's name? Naomi. Yeah. Shout out to Naomi. <laughs> what a woman. <laughs> Woohoo. What did your journey look like as in regards to a tech stack? Mm. So it's like, what did you learn first? 
What did yeah. you learn last and maybe yeah. why? Yeah. Did you like learning it that yeah. way? Yeah. Um, I think it maps as well to like career choices, like companies I found myself in and choices I made. So like definitely a pinnacle moment for me was picking my first job after a fourth year. So um had a bunch of different types of offers and I, I was very, very close to joining like uh, a nothing startup, like a, a startup that was really had no product, no like it was very early stages and then there was an Accenture and then there was a an in between like an up and coming Irish uh, travel tech startup um, but had business, had customers and had some really great people in it. And that's kind of I chose the middle path because I wanted to be surrounded by people that I could learn from and throw myself into the deep end. Um, and in terms of tech stack, that was a big, like that was mobile travel technologies. So um, that was, I really want, I was really excited by mobile. I did like mobile modules in fourth year and I, I loved Android development. So I, I, I went in on that. And we were basically building big, massive um, integrations with GDS systems to book, uh, book flights, manager bookings, all that type of stuff. So interfacing with big, massive uh, airline systems like AirAsia and Singapore Airlines and EasyJet. And we were kind of just at the start of the mobile movement and got, got the chance to do like iOS and Android and, and absolutely everything. Like just when that was kind of where I needed to be was just immersed in all of these different tech technologies and, and opportunities. Mm. Um, throughout my time there, I spent five years in, in, in mobile travel technologies and got exposed to so much stuff. I ended up kind of wearing the tech lead hat for like the last two years, like running projects like, Jesus, I was about 25 and gone like gone over to Singapore Airlines and, and talking to them about how we we're going to build their future of their app and stuff. Um, so it was just such an exciting journey. And because there was because there was such growth, there was so many opportunities it, for, for people who knew the, the business and the domain. Um, so that was really exciting. Um, and yeah, to answer your question, just a whole lot of different tech. Um, but I really got into like backend architecture scaling as we started scaling the, the, the business there. Um, so I yeah, I would kind of more full stack. Um, spent a couple of years going deep on, uh, on mobile. Spent a couple of years going really deep on backend architecture scaling. Then um, in terms of the journey, uh, they got sold. The, to, uh, there was like a massive company bought them called Travelport Digital and they just wanted to consume the company and I just realised that was my time to leave because I just I didn't want to work in a place where I felt quite constrained by massive amount of policy and bureaucracy mm -hmm. um, and that's why I came to Forest and what drew me in was not the technology in Forest was the actual Ronan the mission and the trajectory so it was there was a few reasons like Irish company there's not many Irish tech companies out there um, we were doing things different. We were bootstrapping all of the like our revenue. So instead of trying to raise as much as possible and losing as much control, we were trying to kind of pave our own destiny. So it was quite a long-term view on things. And that's what really drew me in. And I got some frights when I seen the technology <laughs> when, I, when I joined. Um, spent a lot of time rebuilding the infrastructure. Um, so very heavy on the back end again. I got to use a lot of the skills I formed in MTT to kind of help shape that. And um, what was the role that you started with at Forest? Yeah, so like there was no real great roles um, <laughs> defined. So um, there was basically four or five people in the team. And um, I was a tech lead and I worked my ass off to get there. And I had to like, 
I, I had to make this hard decision is like actually is it is the title even that important is it just actually what's what, what is what I'm doing and where I am more important and the title will come if I'm doing, doing the job and I let go of that and um, it just um, so we joined as a senior engineer to answer your question and we very soon I had to jump into like a dev management role again like we had no very clear roles and responsibilities but what I did need was the um the position and the team to be able to make lots of changes and to to be able to do that um yeah I worked with Eamon uh, the old CTO and Ronan to, to kind of to do that and that was within like a year um and we had to do a lot around the culture technology um and rebuild a lot of stuff so uh, mm-hmm. long-winded question or long-winded answers your question but hopefully it's great it sounds yeah. like for you a part of a big part of your growth mm. was literally just diving into the deep end and yeah. it it's sink or swim yeah. and and yeah. you swam yeah <laughs> um yes it's very cold water yeah. <laughs> still not over that yeah. no. this morning sharks and really? all yeah. <laughs> one of the biggest things um i'm okay with is uncertainty and as long as i know where we're going at the end i'm okay with ups and downs to get there um and it was definitely that in a, f- a few of those cases um, but I think after a certain point, I realized I actually had to let go of a lot of stuff to be able to really do and have the impact I wanted to do, to have. Um, I realized like I can't be the superhero that's going to go, go code all night to, to try and get us to a certain point. I have to um, like basically give people a North Star and help them, you know, all get there together. Um, and that was, yeah. Delegate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardest thing yeah, of all. Yeah. It is quite hard to delegate. Definitely. And even like kills me what you said there. When was my last commit? It's like, I can't remember because like I had to let go of it. And I definitely, it hurts. It cuts me, me in the fields when I, when I realize I'm not actually on the tools anymore because I, I really do love it. Yeah. yeah. But you said that you had some personal projects as well. Yeah, I'm always messing around with, with different things. I um. I have a grow, a love for, um, this is so weird, um, basically bus timetables. We're about to get for, Yeah, so in the master's course yeah. for our thesis, we yeah. had to do a Dublin bus app yeah. and rewrite all the like yeah. algorithms yeah. for, you know, predicting bus times and yeah. to see how accurate they mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. And oh gosh, like. Honestly, I enjoyed the project, yeah. but like when you're in it for that long, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> so, so what's your project? My draw for <laughs> transport, which is really weird. Um, again, my fourth year, my uh, I locked onto my kind of thesis as being um, a route planner and a recommendation engine for. I, I was thinking like very practically. I'm in Bray and I want to go to Hote some weekend. What's the fastest way to get there? Mm-hmm. And I basically used a graph database to pump all of the routes from Lewis, Dart, and Bus into into a graph database and to use. I think it was called Dijkstra's algorithm to be able yeah. to get from the, <laughs> the shortest, shortest path. path possibly. Um, yeah. So I always um, I always had that graph for for. Um, that type of thing so I ended up just building apps to do like dart times bus times and stuff and I released a few over the years and took them down and up and but I've, I've always actually just rebuilt them myself just to learn new things so I did it in like Android native then uh, react native and then flutter and then yeah so I'd always mix it up and I'd rebuild the back end a couple of times so I did it in Kotlin did it in Ruby just to Basically, the, the only way I can learn is by apply, applying something I know to a different technology and just kind of figuring it out and tinkering around it. It's, it's the only way I can do it. So, yeah. 
I'm a tinkerer as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually great advice is to yeah. like start where something you already know and yeah. recreate it. Literally just, um, yeah, like you know the domain, you know how it should work, just apply the, a different technology or framework to it to learn. So, yeah. And then it's like, it's something that's new, but it's also familiar. Yeah. So the the bridge isn't as exactly wider it's a bit more stable i don't know whatever metaphor you want to say it's like you know oh it's like okay in in objective c when i was trying to solve this problem i had to make networking calls and i had to do this and that so it's like okay go google how to do this in ember or whatever it is and you'll find the patterns and and give you a mental model then to map them across so you're a cto what does that stand for cats talking out loud we love acronyms um. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a great Chris Gimble present from uh, this year, and um, I think it was called, what was it? Um, fucking miracle, miracle worker. I think it was the, the, <laughs> the, the acronym for it. Um, CTO, Chief Technology Officer. Yeah, um, I've been kind of heading up technology and forest for four years, and moved officially into the CTO role last year. Um, what it means is. Um, you're ultimately responsible and accountable for everything that's going on from a technology perspective in the business. So um, not only what we're doing right now, but the horizon of where we're going. And um, we've you have to look at opportunities and um, enabling uh, enabling tech technology um, growth. So, um, yeah, it's it's really lucky to be in that position, actually. And um, Definitely in forest, one of the the kind of guiding principle is to grow your own timber, and that's definitely what happened with me because like Ronan could have easily hired a CTO to come into forest and try to do that stuff, but he stuck with me and supported me through throughout that journey, and um, it's amazing to be honest um, to to get that opportunity, and we I definitely try to do the same in in my team um, and encourage it actively in other teams as well, so. We have great success with people coming from grad programs or from um, different departments like support onboarding into different teams because they know the domain so well and they've been really successful. Yeah. So what's next out of curiosity? I've I've hit the bar, so I guess I better just um, (laughs) retire early. (laughs) There is no retiring early for me. I'll never stop. Um, Never, ever stop, Um, even if I want a lot of tomorrow. So um, really like my my horizon is like thinking about 15,000 20,000 salons in forest and and how we get there we're like we're at nine now so we've a long way to go and how technology is going to get us there and I don't really think about anything else apart from that yeah (laughs) um if I ever did like if I did win the lot tomorrow I'd start my own thing I wouldn't mm-hmm. join another company no way I uh, couldn't work for someone else um, except for Ronan to be honest because um, he's just a, a great leader um, so yeah I'd probably just you know tinker with some ideas and, and see what, what what I could do any ideas bubbling? no <laughs> don't give away your secrets too <laughs> yeah, soon there's a, mi- there's a million know. you know I have a scratch pad um, I, I, there's always there's always something but I'd need to I'd need to partner up with somebody I'd say who is a bit more creative than me I, I could be more the, the maker of mm. things yeah don't sell yourself short <laughs> no come on yeah I think if it's anything it's something to do with um the challenges and the challenges of running a very large team and or, the bus times yeah yeah, yeah and bus times it's either that or yeah. <laughs> either or <laughs> um 
So I guess then what we'd like to know is since you've had this amazing journey, you know, starting at the beginning and now you're CTO, you've made it to the tippy tippy top. So what would you tell your younger self if you had to give yourself some advice? Um, you don't know it all and don't think that you do. And um, you're going to have to unlearn things that you think, you know, to be able to get to the next stage. So, um yeah, like get your head out of the the day to day as much as you can, and think about the bigger picture of why why you're there and what you're doing. And I think uh, I'm definitely guilty of just getting caught in the moment too much and the the now, and not think about as much the future. So, um, unlearning the things that you think you know, um, and and challenging yourself to to really to to push on, definitely. That's good advice. I know I'm definitely like. But you gotta live in the moment. Uh, But your advice is say no, no, no. (laughs) Look towards the future, big picture, which I think is really positive. Think about the end game and and what you're trying to get to, what you're trying to achieve. Um, What actually, I just read a book recently, so I'm going to do a a little Mm -hmm. quote, and it says that there's a magic number called 900, and that's 900 is the amount of months that you have in your life, and you're going to spend 300 of them asleep. So you've got 600 months to make them count um, and to think about, you know, what, what really matters. Cool. That that really goes to show it seems like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, it's no. nothing. No. It's the nothing. Of an eye. Yeah, you think about, like, projects you're working on or initiatives and stuff, like, that could be 12 of those months gone. So what are you going to do to make them count? Mm-hmm. That, like, um, what is the, the, is it Salavi? No, no, that's the wrong one. L- the live the life to your fullest one. Carpe diem, yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Yeah. That's honestly, no, that's great advice. Kind of moving in a different direction. Something that I've always been really impressed uh, with you is that you're really good at like, keeping up with all the different technologies in so many different areas as well. And I know technically that's your job as CTO, <laughs> but like, how, how do you do it? Oh God, um, <laughs> I read a lot, try to just keep that the usual boring answer, keeping up to date on things, but really um, talking to people. Um, so I would try to spend a lot of time meeting other CTOs and other people and other companies to just chat to them about how they're solving certain problems and um, understanding what I can, you know, what nuggets I can take for that or to, to scratch on, to dig a little bit deeper. Um, like it's always changing every day, something new happens and it's kind of like, I one thing I really do love is the ThoughtWorks technology radar and the latest one was just published, but it talks a lot about the things that people are trialing, experimenting with, adopting, stopping to use. So that's always a really great indicator of a pulse of like what's going on in, in the industry. And I would use that then to maybe go and scratch a nature to understand it a little deeper, what could be applied here, what, what, what makes no sense. Are, is there things that we're doing that a lot of people are moving away from right now and do we need to stop? So definitely the technology radar is, is really good. There's always a nugget somewhere yeah, yeah. and finding that nugget. And yeah. then I guess diving in deeper once you've exactly. found it. Or even just like sharing it with someone in the team who might be really interested in that. It might be something that they, they can go and like kind of, so it doesn't even need to be me that does that. It's like, you know, someone who's quite passionate on a certain subject area, they, they might go off and figure out something there that could be of use. Yeah.
So what's on your docker for today? What's life like as a CTO? Okay, well, actually, I'm going to get a tux fitting in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, uh, oh so working so hard, I see. Yes, because I'm going to get an award ceremony next week, so um, bet you weren't oh, expecting that. No. no. Um, yeah, Irish um, Business and Finance Awards with Sylvie, our COO. So <gasps> she presented to a panel last week, and we're going to see if she maybe won an award. <gasps> and we're, we're up against some other Irish tech companies in similar, like, SaaS area, so... That'll be fun. Hopefully we can beat them. Wow. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Looking at my calendar then, a um, bunch of one-on-ones. Um, we're talk- I'm meeting with uh, Mo to talk about engineering principles in Forest. We are. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've got a haircut actually after work, so. All good. <laughs> On point. So you have your industry. tux and your haircut. Yeah, <laughs> this is a very <laughs> face-only kind of industry, you know. You have to submit your modeling portfolio before you get the job. Yeah, only pretty people work at Forest. Only pretty people do work at Forest. I think that's a that's a truth. <laughs> it, it is true, actually. That has been an inside joke where it's like, how come everybody at Forest is so hot, so good looking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. It was just so funny because it's like you, when we went into tech, I just had this like mm. assumption. Yeah, that stereotype. Uh, stereotype, just yeah. a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you go to Forest and you're like, what's going <laughs> on here? Is this Vogue? <laughs> Did I walk into the wrong place? So I guess it's a, a part of the criteria when you're interviewing for Forest. Yeah. Make sure to get your hair cut. <laughs> Is their face symmetrical okay. enough for me to look at them on Zoom all day? <laughs> My only last question is, can you list five reasons why Python is terrible? (laughs) (laughs) Well, funny you should say that, because I thought um, your team are going to be starting a new Python project soon. Yes! (laughs) Just give her all the Python projects. Just force me. I know you could get, like, editors that double-check the spacing. (laughs) Spacing and invitation was always my pet peeve. Yeah, Yeah, but... A linter. A good little linter. Yeah, it'll be the project where I have to switch core from Java to Python or something. <laughs> oh, God. <Yeah. laughs> Count me out. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'm going to take my holidays now. Yeah. <laughs> See you in 18 weeks. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's us. Thank you, Thanks JD. So much for yeah. having Jay Dizzle. Really yeah, Jay we're so FBP. happy to have you. Um, I feel like we learned a lot, we and did I feel like not. our listeners are yeah. going to be really excited to yeah to hear hear all like about yours, it. Yeah. Hopefully, thank you. Yes. Um, and then I also think really important thing to plug in the oh, right. Instagram oh, and yeah. the. Oh my gosh, we have a Twitter now. <laughs> uh, so you can follow us at Fizzbuzz podcast on twitter.com fizzbuzzpodcast on instagram.com and you can even email us at fizzbuzzpodcast at gmail.com we have gotten that domain name down we have we have and soon enough we might even get a facebook or something oh no but i know we're mm. i don't want one gosh social media is hard (laughs) it is it is we haven't actually figured out how to like link our instagram and our twitters together yet that's been a whole problem because google uh is is a blocker it's a very interesting conundrum that we're in. <laughs> I know. Just because we write software doesn't mean we're good you at using it. You know how to use software. it, yeah. <laughs> That's the other devs' problem. If they can't make good UI. <laughs> so, yeah, is there anything uh, that you want to say to our audience before we sign off? Um, not, nothing beyond just, um, you know, the, the subject of growth is um, it's personal to everybody. And... Um, 
it's uh, everyone has their own situations and their own you know drivers and um, it might sound a bit mushy, but like people just really need to bring bring it back to what's important to them and what makes them happy, what gives them energy, and the rest will work out. I really do feel. Completely agree. Thanks for that, JD. Yeah. Thanks, Wonderful. everyone. Wonderful. Thank you. Cool. Fair right. enough. All right. Bye. 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 And and off the record, no one calls you JD. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. I could just imagine. <laughs>